0: Presented by
1: Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, big show today. Uh, I believe we're going to be talking to Jordan Hansen. He just texted, so let's find out. Um, so maybe we will not be talking to Jordan Hansen today. He just, uh, he's got meetings. So I don't think. I don't think we'll get to Jordy. We'll see. i <laughs> text him back real quick. Live podcasting is just great. All right, uh, we have stuff to talk about though, um, sports-wise, and who knows what else will uh, will hit us as we uh, as we go along here. Uh, we might get Jordy Hansen today, which will be fun. I think we will. So, it uh, let's see, what else we got? On this day in history and much more coming up, as we know. So, you can watch on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can uh, listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, and uh, go to JasonWalkerShow.com. You can also email us anytime, jason at com, And I actually will be in Shelby on Saturday. So let's talk about that real quick. So you've got some state championships coming up this week. Um, both the State A football and State uh, six-man football. Laurel at Billing Central. That's a tough road trip. At Lockwood. And then... Uh, Six-man's White Sulphur Springs at uh, Freud Medicine Lake. That game to be played at Medicine Lake. And the guys that are going to be broadcasting that game are actually spending the night in Williston because there's no hotels. (laughs) Uh, All right, so the State B Volleyball Tournament is this weekend and Shelby starts Thursday. I will be there Saturday doing the championship match on the NFHS Network which is uh, going to be fun. So appreciate uh, those guys that reached out to uh, have me uh, on their stuff. So that'll be a good time. But we got a lot of t- to do between now and then, including our Montana COVID update for today. Uh, 1,101 new cases. I believe that is a new record. Or a record. D- new record is kind of, saying the same thing. So it's just, it's a record. 41,151 total confirmed cases. 23,873 recovered. 16,816 active. There are 462 deaths and 487 currently in the hospital. 3,772 Yellowstone County. 1911 Cascade. 1565 Missoula. The Flathead. 1,234. Lewis and Clark, 1185, and Gallatin, 1642. So there's your uh, big city updates. And like I said yesterday, I would like to have our seven biggest cities come together. Missoula, Billings, Kalispell, Great Falls, Bozeman, Helena, and Butte. Did I mention Butte? And come up with a plan. To have the same uniformity, in the, at least in the in the AA cities, and I realize we can't have the same you know stuff in smaller cities that we you know like in Bozeman, it's not going to be the same in SCOBY. just as far as people in the stands and attendance and all of that. Um, it's just frustrating for these kids. There are 461 active cases in Hill County, 446 in Roosevelt County. And is Scopian Valley County? I believe it is. 105 cases up there. 11 in Daniels, 84 in Sheridan County. 369, again, in the Bighorn. And 426 for Valley. So there's big numbers everywhere. All right, um... What else were we going to hit on early here? uh, This one. All right. So I saw this today. Duke basketball plays at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Not a Duke fan at all, but I would love to attend one game at Cameron. Probably not in 2020-2021 season, though. Here's why. Duke basketball will not have fans. Inside Cameron Indoor Arena for men's or women's games this year. That includes the students, which are a huge part of Cameron, when Duke plays basketball, men and women. Um, remember we talked to Brittany Jackson about it when she joined the show, and she was talking about playing for Tennessee at Duke and doing an inbound pass, and the fans were literally touching her hair. And we're showing that photo now, courtesy of Getty Images. But she's standing, and students were touching her while she's getting ready to inbound the basketball. So you remember that uh, conversation we had with her. But they are not going to see that this year. There will be no fans in the stands at Cameron Indoor. Also this week, there will be no football on CBS or ESPN. Why? Well, the Alabama at LSU and Texas A&M at Tennessee football games have been postponed. Both uh, are in combination of positive tests, contact tracing, and subsequent quarantining of individuals within LSU and Texas A&M football programs. So no Alabama LSU this weekend, and no A&M at Tennessee. And then there was this that just came out today. Cascade Conference has voted to... S- delay the start of conference men's and women's basketball to January 8th, the league announced today. Uh, Commissioner Robert Cashel, who we've had on this show before, said, "With uh, quote, with the surge in COVID-19 cases across our footprint and the work still pending with state and local health authorities on our return-to-play plan, our Council of Presidents determined the best path forward was to delay the start of conference basketball until after the first of the year, end quote. Now, originally, they were going to start December 4th, so it's another month now. And a lot of this has to do because some places in Washington and Idaho are are allowed to play basketball, but the entire state of Oregon is not unless you are Oregon, Oregon State, Portland State, or Portland. None of the NAIs, none of the D2s, none of the JUCOs, none of the communities, none of the D3s, nothing except for those four are allowed to even attempt to practice. Remember we had Bill Pilgrim on, the uh, head coach at Corbin, um, what, a week ago or so? Two weeks ago, and he was talking about it. They still, I, I messaged him last night, they still haven't got their the clearance to start practicing. Um, it was announced last week, for the Cascade, that the return to play plan includes strict daily wellness screening, weekly PCR testing, and stringent procedures for mitigating against the introduction and spread of COVID. Uh, PCR testing is required for the sports of basketball, wrestling, football, soccer, and volleyball. So, as of right now, no basketball in the Cascade Conference. Carol Women, who picked up two wins, by the way, in Nebraska. Uh, Last weekend, nice wins on the road. Um, We're scheduled to play at LC State, former Frontier Conference foe. uh, LC now part of the Cascade. But those games have been postponed. Tech was supposed to play last week out there. LC State postponed as well. So how in the world are we going to get basketball in? It's a legitimate question. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine today. Think about this for the spring. Just in in Billings, in January, starting in January, you've got Rocky men's and women's basketball, Okay. volleyball, and football in the spring, winter slash spring. Not to mention MSU Billings, men's and women's basketball, and volleyball, not to mention four high schools. Oh, by the way, Yellowstone Christian College as well. Now here's another question. Now I'm not doing play-by-play for any specific team this year, Um, but I am going to get the chance to do some basketball um, if there is a season. What are radio stations going to do? What are radio stations going to do um, when you have college football and basketball on the same night in different cities? What are you going to do? Now it'll be fine if football plays at home, and then men's and women's basketball play at home as well. I mean that's 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 easy. But what do you do if if let's say football is uh, we'll just say it, if Carroll football is at Northern and men's and women's basketball on that same weekend are in Billings or Butte, what do you what do? Because you do? you're going to potentially have high school so you can't steal announcers from high school to put on the college or vice versa. <laughs> what are you going to do? How are these games going to get aired? I don't care. I just question. I was talking to a friend of mine, like I said, down in Billings. He's worried about how you're going to air certain games. Well, you can't blow off football, right? God forbid. And in some of these areas, in some of these schools, football is not as good as men's and women's basketball. So are you going to air a northern football game over a men's or women's basketball game because men's and women's basketball teams are better than the northern football team? Just things you think about. It's just nuts. How is this going to happen? It's going to be interesting. For one, it's not. It's just not. Um, it, It isn't going to happen. For one, you're not going to have college sports, I don't believe, this spring. You look at the numbers of COVID right now and the testing that has to be done. How are you going to test for for basketball, two teams, so there's 30 people, plus football, say 100, um, volleyball, Big Sky and Frontier all playing in the spring. So... What's that, another twenty twenty-five? Oh, plus soccer, which is close to 50, 60. Just at Carroll, there's like 400 student-athletes. How are you going to test all of them? Because literally all of them, except for cross-country, are going to be trying to take place in the winter and the fall. How do you test? Testing is, is expensive. How are you going to test all of these? It's just something to think about. Questions. I just ask questions. That's what I do here on the Jason Walker Show. Sober Mike, got you on Podbean. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you can listen on Podbean Network One Sports. You can also uh, weigh in on uh, email, jason at com. You can tweet us at Jay Walker Sports. You can Facebook us, call in as well, text, whatever you want to do. Um we are open to the show for you. Whatever you want to weigh in on. Um, efforting Jordy Hansen. He's in a meeting. So we're uh, at the Missoulian. so we're going to try to get Jordan Hansen on. We love talking with him. Uh, if you missed yesterday, Flint Rasmussen uh, joined the show for about an hour, had a great conversation with that man. He is so good. Um, He is, uh, he's great. He's just great. Um, So if you missed that, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com and check in. Uh, Coming up this week, I believe we're going to talk to Dakota Lewis, uh, the riding sensation from the Blackfeet Nation, as Flint likes to say. Uh, Dakota qualifies for the uh, first-ever PBR finals for his first-ever. Also, we've got an interview coming up this week with two dudes. And I'm looking forward to this. It's Bud Force and John Langmore. They uh, have written, um, they're co-directors of a documentary uh, called Cowboys. And it's just basically going to, we're going to talk to these guys because I can't wait to watch this. It's a documentary portrait based off of Cowboys, old school, new school, Um, it's an authentic, intimate depiction of the contemporary cowboy and you get along, get get to go along with working men and women on uh, today's largest and most remote cattle ranches in the West. Um, looking forward to that interview. So that'll be coming up, I think Thursday. And then, uh, I believe we're going to talk to coach Thatcher, John Thatcher, longtime great coach down at Butte and, uh, color man for tech i think we're going to talk to him on friday um nicole ragoni our great great uh friend um took a took a job and uh so she won't be able to do this month we're working on seeing if her schedule allows for december but um we wish nicole absolutely the best and she can come back on this show anytime she wants so uh just some stuff that's coming up this week uh, here on the Jason Walker show. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Tony LaRussa. Yes, that Tony LaRussa. And some more. Other just great stuff on a Tuesday. There's volleyball tonight in the Queen City and in the Electric City. Big big things with those matches on the line. And we'll talk about that too when we come back. Jason Walker show is presented by Capital Collision Center. And when I say it's your vehicle, it's your choice where you have it repaired, that is Montana law. And there's really no other option to take it to than Capital Collision Center, and here's why. The customer service is unparalleled. Nobody can beat it. And like I've talked about, when I had my truck in there in July, the amount of just execution and of the customer service and the relationships was unbelievable. They texted me, they called me, they emailed me, they took care of everything and gave me updates on where my truck was, what was being done to it, and how much longer it was going to take. It was, like I said, unmatched quality and quantity and service. Um, and it was, you know, it, did, it took a little bit, but a while. You know why? Because they got it done to perfection. There's a reason that they're manufacturer certified, because they have repair manuals from all of these great auto dealers and automakers, and they fix your vehicle back to manufacturer specification. My my truck looks like I just drove it off the lot when I picked it back up from Capital Collision Center. So if you are in a vehicle collision, Go to Capital Collision Center. They'll take care of everything for you. And uh, check them out on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back, more of the Jason Walker Show next. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couples massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit Oceanspiritmassage.com or call 417-0542. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, and MLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out autoconceptshelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals.
0: Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show.
1: Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center. This segment brought to you by Rucker's Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rucker's Furniture at 1010 Dearborn, Helena. And I haven't talked about this in a while, but over this, I don't even remember when it was, February, March? Um, I can't remember. The wife wanted a new kitchen table, so she went over to Rucker's and uh, picked one out. And I was golfing, I think. I don't even remember when we got this table. All I know is it's awesome. Maybe it was in April. (laughs) I don't remember. I'll have to ask her. She's downstairs. Uh, Anyway, we got this great furniture and kitchen table and comes with a bench. We had four chairs and a bench. What's great about it is the little one. Um, she's two and a half now. She doesn't like to sit in her high chair anymore, so she sits next to Daddy on the bench, and we have dinner, and, and it's pretty cool. Um, not going to lie, it's pretty fun. Anyway, so this table, though, uh, it, like, magically expands when you open it up. Like, you slide it open, and then, like, the leaves are inside, and I don't know. It's magic, but it works, and it's awesome, and you can get one at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn Helen. That's what I was trying to get that. When the heck did we get the, I had, hang on a second, I got it, now I've got to ask, hold on,
0: oh man, hey honey, we're on the air, when did we get our table, awesome, thanks,
1: working at home is great, May or June, she says, we got our table at Rutgers, <laughs> so there we go, we answered the question, when did we get our table? Oh, good stuff. That's why that's why we keep her around cuz she can answer the tough questions. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Let's uh let's give Jordy a call. He's ready to go. I'm ready. To go. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Jordan Hansen joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. How are you, my friend?
4: Good, dude. Thanks for thanks for letting me uh, push this back uh, just a just a little bit. I, I I had a few. I just had a little bit of a meeting to to do. So, but uh, let's uh talk talking sports. No, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Well, I have to let you, you know when you say, dude, I've got a meeting at work. Your work pays your bills. Well, sometimes, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, your job actually comes before this little old old talk show. So I understood. Uh-
4: so you're good. Hey, man, this, this is my future. I, I just, I've gotta, I just got to start a sub stack and uh, a Patron and, and start a podcast or something. I like but it. I, that's the that's, that's move anymore. But, no, no, I'm definitely appreciative of, uh, of working for the working for the Mid-Zillion and 406 for sure. But
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of, there was some great sports over the weekend. And I just want to run a couple of um, games by you that just stood out to me. Um, well, first off, my performance of the week yesterday, the auto contest performance of the week, was an entire football game. And it happened up in uh, Shelby where 87-68, Shelby beat Park City. Um, that's a basketball score in six-man, or eight-man rather, and I think that's a fantastic football game. Um, I don't know if you saw any of the stats from that, but holy cow.
4: Yeah, Cameron Bruceman, I think they yeah. what say. It had like... Had, ran for seven touchdowns. I mean, just, 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 you know, just casually running for, you know, seven <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, like, okay, like, and, and, and I think the score, the scoring runs were pretty crazy too. I think it was like 51, 61. I think there's like a 42 yarder there and then like a, another 20 plus one and then a couple, couple shorter ones. But man, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. And I, it, it, it sounds, it's not, it just sounds like it was a heck of a game, honestly. 34, 34 33 at halftime. And, um, that, you know, Park City, Park City's going to slouch either. I mean, they've got some, They've got some good ball players and Garrett Zimmers and, uh, Jacob Gauthier for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I when I saw that, uh, I, I honest to God, like, uh, cause it was a, somebody hashtagged it empty, empty scores and on my tweet deck, you know, I, I have, I have that hashtag rolling. So, right. you know, I, I was like, did someone have like a preseason like basketball team? Like, what the heck? Was I was just like, what, 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 what the heck is going on here? I mean, like, I, I, I was, I was, I was at a little bit of a loss with that one, but, um, yeah, I mean there's there's a couple good ones. I mean, how about that glacier kid who you know oh. missed a field missed a field goal? Like I think he missed an extra point or something too, or something along those lines. And then you know turns around and hits a um, a 22 yarder. You know, in overtime after after watching and after watching the kicker on the other team, you know, miss one. You know, I, that that was that, that was pretty impressive too. I I think Mike Sherding was there for us, and that sounded sounded like a heck of a ball game for sure. Well,
1: and then you look at. Um... Billings West, and, you know, you and I have talked a lot this year about we don't know how good teams are across the East or the West because we hadn't seen in the A especially that crossover because of the non-conference being canceled. Well, we saw how good West is. as they, they rolled capital pretty good, 49-7, but Isaiah Claunch with seven touchdown passes. That's just like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and start lobbing these up. These is, That was a really good defense that West put 49 points up on, uh, on Friday night.
4: Yeah, and I mean I, I, that Bowes and West game is just so interesting to me because, mm-hmm. especially you know how defensive that first one is, and you know how we've seen West able to to get into space and just you know create havoc you know wherever. And I, I they feel they feel a lot like Sentinel, um, you know, in that in that way that they can just they can just pile up the points, but. Um. Yeah, I, I, and I still think that's interesting too. That you know, Sentinel still hasn't had a close game, but yeah, no. Wes West is gonna be fun. I, I I I've been saying for the last couple of days that I'm kind of feeling that Bozeman might might give him a second time around. I, I I have a feeling that Levi's got something cooked up, you know, over there um in the valley that he's gonna be. You know, working and you know, obviously that's not a huge trip for for Bozen over to West either. It's one that they're familiar and comfortable with, which yep. to me is it, just setting up for a heck of a a heck of a semifinal game for sure. But kind of playing off of that a little bit, you know, we you know I was so high on you know Hamilton um for for, for so long and you know talking about you know, not knowing how good you know teams are. I mean Laurel comes, Laurel you know does the five hour trip whatever it is to um. Whatever it is down to the root and down to the Hamilton, and you know, goes in there and you know, beats them and you know, has, has a 21 7 lead, you know, at halftime. And Hamilton kind of crawls back a little bit, but it, it 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 really is interesting. And I think that's why um, you know, these playoffs have been you know, so different. And just I, I, Some some lopsided, but but not all. And so I, that's just that's been it's been pretty interesting to me, but that that that's that me to kind of kind of goes into you know that that thread of discussion that me and you've had you mm-hmm. know for you know the last couple
1: months so Jordan Hansen joining us he has a sports reporter for the Missoulian and then also 406mtsports.com and to stick with the double a and or go back to it with the semifinals this week and it goes a lot like we talked about we just don't know how good teams from the east are you know we had at one point i think 3 maybe 4 of the teams in the, our top 5 were from the west well, there's only one team remaining from the West and that's obviously Sentinel who's really good, but three teams from the East um, and we're guaranteed of at least one of those teams playing in the state championship. Um, we're seeing how good the East was and I think how underrated maybe that Eastern division was in the double A.
4: Yeah, no, definitely. I think that maybe comes back to, to us a little bit, you know, as far as 4-6 and even um, Anthony's charging uh, state rankings. I think that you know, we might have you know been undervaluing the East a little bit um, throughout throughout the year, but I, I think that I think that goes um, you know, and 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 a couple you know different uh, classifications, honestly. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly um, you know say that we 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 got it wrong all all the way through the season. It's just you know one of those things. I think it was so hard to tell and you know, with, with some of the point totals that some of the teams in the West were putting up against other West teams, you know, it, it started to look like, okay, yeah, maybe these guys are good. But, you know, then you see Butte, you know, get what happened to them and, you know, Helena bowing out like they did and um, you know, and, and and that was even with um Caden back for, yep, for Helena yep, too. So yeah, and so it it's just it's just quite it's just quite interesting to me. But I, I still do think Sentinel's a real deal. I, I have some more thoughts on on them for sure, but um, I, I think Senior's going to come in and give them a test, and I, I think that's I think that's going to be um, you know a game obviously a game to watch, but I, I, I think it has a chance to be maybe a little bit more fun than um, you know for, for for the fans and everything that you know maybe than we would have thought you know a, a week or two ago.
1: Sure. Uh, who wins the Class A championship? It's a it's a heck of a drive for Laurel to go to Lockwood and uh, play <laughs> Billing Central. <laughs> it's a you road know, game I, I, for both, really.
4: Well, I, I, do think, I do think that Billing Central will, 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 maybe have a, have a, you know, I mean, I, I think both of them, I, you know, it, it, I would almost say it's possible at this point, but, uh, I was, I was definitely a little bit surprised about, you know, how Billing Central kind of struggled with Miles City, but, uh, you know, someone did tell me that, um, that when Miles City got, got, uh, I forget, I forget he's, because i I think they lost I think they lost laurel and Billing central both, but i think in, in one or one or both of those games um they were missing kids because of uh quarantines and stuff mm. so um and, and 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 that and that's the other thing too is like and, and sometimes sometimes it's hard to tell especially if you know you're you're covering a team that or you know you're at a game you know with a team that you know you really haven't you know, seen much this year, and it's like, okay, like, are they are they missing, you know, one of their corners? Are they missing one of their safeties. You know, are they missing, right. you know, one of their key offensive linemen. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it, it's easy with the skill position players, obviously, because you know you see the stats and stuff like that, and the box scores and all and all that good jazz. But you know, sometimes it's it, it, especially now it's just kind of hard to tell. It's like, okay, like, you know, was this team missing, you know, their coach? Was their team missing, you know, who were they? Who are they missing? So, um, I, I I think I think that's another thing, and I wouldn't exactly put um, this season with an asterisk. An asterisk or anything like that um, I mean yeah, I, I think well I, I think I think you should a little bit but um, it, it, it's just it, it's one of those things I think a lot of different schools are um, dealing with kind of the same issues which kind of balances out a little bit
1: uh, championship in uh, six man you've got for at Freud Lake that should be a good game um, eight man semifinals you've got Class B semifinals how about Manhattan and fairfield hosting this weekend those are going to be some good games um, we're coming down to the where you expect nothing but great games, but then you look at these scores and you're like what? <laughs> you know?
4: Yeah. Well one that one that's really one that's really I think is gonna be a, a good one and is, is, is Flint Creek versus uh you know uh Flint Creek versus Fort Benton. I mean yep. that's a good Fort Benton team that lost that you know got beat by the eventual state champs last year. But I mean the Romans I mean they're on a mission. It's Mike Cutler's last year um, you know his kids, the senior Preston Metish and Avery Metish, you know are fantastic, fantastic players for the Titans, and um, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what what Fort Benton does because it, it kind of feels a lot like last year too. It's like Fort Benton was rolling people Drummond, I mean, well not last year for drumming but um, years prior. So you know, and I I still think that. Um, you know the, that that Point Creek might might, might be the best eight nine team, but it'll it, it'll be it'll be it'll be hard to it'll yeah can't talk. Um, it, it'll be fun it'll be fun to see what um the rest of the rest of that uh, ends up being too. So, all
1: right, so we've got volleyball playoffs this week. Um, state tournaments, right? Uh, let's see, the state A is at Sydney, the state B is in Shelby, the state C at Malta. Um, I will be in uh, Shelby on Saturday calling the state championship game. But your thoughts on putting these volleyball teams in the same cities, in the same hotels for a weekend with COVID running rampant in areas around Sydney and Shelby and Malta. Um, And volleyball has been the worst hit sport of the fall.
4: Well and, and it's interesting too because one one of the things that happens is like and this is one of the reasons why I'm so skeptical about basketball, is that, you know, virus transmission within um you know these gymnasiums gymnasiums and stuff and even ice arenas um as well, um is is just is just so high because, you know, everyone's you know so packed and close together, you know, there there isn't a constant, you know I mean obviously there's ventilation but it's not it's not the same as being outside there's not that constant, you know, just being outside and having constant, you know, fresh air, you know, you know, come through there. And I, I mean, it, it's just, it's just tough. Cause I mean, you know, what, what do you do right now? If you start having, you know, kids that are, you know, exhibiting symptoms, you know, in, at, in a hotel on, you know, Friday night or whatever. I mean, like, you know, I can't, I don't even think you can really get a COVID test pretty easily in Missoula right now. And unless you're, unless you're a U.N. student, I guess, but, um, so it, 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 it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, really interesting. I'm just like, I'm just very nervous that, you know, one of these could, you know, it, it explode into something. And and the other thing too is that, like I, I wasn't entirely sure the MHSa's logic of you know having these and these small towns. And you know, if, if the bigger towns aren't wanting this to happen, then you know, and the smaller towns with smaller you know city county health departments out there, you know, will I, I, I get it that, that 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 they want to get these in obviously, but um you know it, it's it's going to be tough too because I mean God forbid you know you start having you know, a, a cluster around one of these, and I mean, these are already some rural towns that, you know, their their healthcare systems aren't aren't quite, you know, what they, you know, would be in, in a large town. They don't have the the same capacity. So that, that 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 that's my other worry too is that you know we could end up with a you know a, a, a cluster or even you know, take it back to one of these other you know small towns too that uh, that that these teams all that these kids and parents and coaches all hail from. So I, I I'm nervous. Um, I, I hope it works out well. Obviously. But, um, I, I, I really thought that, um, that the double A, um, did it, did the way it needed to be done and just doing single side stuff like that. I, I thought that was pretty smart. So I don't know. It, it, it it's tough. And I know that there's a lot of volleyball coaches and that are just, you know, so thankful that they're even be, being able to, you know, have, have that or have volleyball, you yeah. know, in, in, in the first place too. So I, it, it, it's just, it's just tough. But I mean, I don't know. Mask up, I guess.
1: Well, I'm definitely going to. And that was the first thing I told my wife. I said, hey, I'm going to go to Shelby and get paid to do some announcing. And she goes, don't get COVID. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to try I mean, not to. And look, I'm I'm on your side with the COVID stuff. But, you know, you look at Sydney, Richland County, 102 active cases, uh, Phillips County, Malta, 37, 116 in tool where, where Shelby's at. Um, it's not exactly. And like you said. These, you know, Shelby, Malta, and Sydney are not exactly places where you can just go get a rapid test done and know the results um, by a, a Wednesday into a Thursday, and that's scary. For I mean, there's, there's what, fifteen girls on a volleyball team, twenty girls on a volleyball team.
4: Yeah, you know, something something along those lines. Plus, you're probably talking about you know three assistant coaches, or well, you know, three total coaches. Uh, head coach and at least one assistant you know parents and stuff too and you know these and everyone's you know interacting you know with each other too so i i guess and that's i guess you know that again that's just kind of my other thing too is that just it it feels just a little bit on the irresponsible side but like i said you know i i was talking with an mhsa exec today and you know they were just like yeah you know we're always nervous about this we constantly have conversations and stuff and it's like well if you're constantly having conversations and you know not looking at these spikes and what the Yes. What are you doing? You know, you know what I mean. Like, it's just, it, it's just, it, it's, it's just tough though. I, I, because I, like I understand, that, you know, that they want to get these, they want to get these tournaments in and stuff, and they want to get, you know, they want these kids to have, you know, as normal of a school year that you, you can possibly get. But I mean, shoot, I mean, Great Falls is going to be remote for two weeks, and they're having, they're dealing with an outbreak, you know, in there. Like, like what would happen if Great Falls would a, you know, beat Sentinel or something like that? And then and then we're talking about, you know double a football being you know moved around too so I, it's just all, all these things it's just i i don't know I, well, and, and i'm just i'm just talking myself in a circle here but no it's
1: okay i mean i and i, I completely agree i mean hell a high volleyball plays at cmr tonight and last week was when cmr had to play a game at great falls high because cmr was closed like how does this any of this make any sense um, no, it, it
4: doesn't, and I, I feel like I feel like we've been saying the same thing for like nine months now. Like, like none of none of, this, none of this makes sense. Like like it yeah. just does not logically follow the the things that you would that you would think. But I don't know. I'm just a dumb sports reporter, so yeah, I'm, me too. I'm not a. I'm just an arm, I guess an armchair epidemiologist or whatever. So
1: yeah, but at least you have a journalism degree. I don't. So um, let me. Yeah, you brought up hockey. Let me ask you this. The junior Bruins seem like they're just getting completely screwed like the Missoula Mavs by the city county health department over there in Missoula.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I, and like Bill, Bill, Bill did write a you nice know, little column there about, you know, what was kind of going on. And I think that, you know, one of his major points was that, um, you know, if if you're going to allow volleyball and stuff like that to happen in town, then why, you know, it's hockey not a thing. It's like, you know, one of the biggest things. And, and again, you know, just kind of what we were just saying, you know, it's, there, there's so much inconsistency on um, stuff like that. So it's like, you know why? Why is it? You know why is it this way in one place and not you know this way in the other place? And I mean that, that and, and that goes back to you know things being shuffled back to by the state to the county yeah. level. And I mean and, and again I, you know that's a, that's a, that's an issue that you and I both you know spoken about you know as, as well. And I, I think it's obviously I I think it, I think it bears repeating, but still I mean you know it's it just like I said we're just kind of going in the same circle. So <laughs> well, I, let me ask
1: you this: the seven biggest cities in Montana: Billings, Great Falls. Flathead, or Kalispell, Missoula, Helena, Bozeman, and Butte. Why can't those city-county health departments all have uniformity as far as numbers? Why does it have to be different? Now, I look, I, I, like, I get it. Like Missoula or Billings, you're not going to have the same as, as in SCOBY. I understand that because of size of towns and whatnot. But why can't the seven AA schools all have, look, you get 200 fans, you get 400 fans, whatever it is. But it's the same in each one. And that's what I think now looking at it these last few months, looking back, that's where we we screwed these kids a little bit and the situation by not having uniformity in the big skills or schools.
4: Well and, and I think I think it's a complete and total failure by the MHSA. I mean, like, you know, I, I yep. get that there, you know, have a lot of things that you know that, that that they're trying to deal with, and a lot of different personalities on that board, and a lot of different political opinions on that on that executive board too. And that's fine, but you you can't just you know throw in you know different recommendations for different classifications. And different towns of the same size, it just it just it doesn't make any sense at all. And it, it it's just it's just frustrating to to watch happen when you know they could have. And that's, and that's the thing that, you know, I think we've seen in a lot of different arenas is that, you know, this is right for, you know, people to actually step up and lead and instead of doing that, they're just constantly kicking it back to somebody else because they don't want to make the decision that's gonna make people mad at them. And I think that's what I think that's what it comes down to half the time too, is that, you know, they're so afraid of like, you know, making a making a decision that they just kinda of make a half ass decision and you know, to heck with the consequences. Yeah. And I, I that's and, and and we could we could talk about this in a thousand different ways and a thousand different kinds of things, but you know, just at this, you know, kind of micro level, I think it's just like I said, it's a failure by the MHSA to actually, you know, do their job. And, you know, those folks aren't, you know, medical doctors or anything like that. And if they're, you know, still not, you know, getting what's going on, I, I don't I don't know what I don't know what the heck else there is to to, to really say other than to sit back and and, and watch people get sick. I, I mean, like, I, you know, like I, I know. It's just it's just it's just so frustrating. And yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I could talk about this for a while, and like I said, in, in a couple of different kinds of arenas. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it on the on the on the sports side because I think the MHSA is a uh, the I won't say an easy target, but they set themselves up to be one
1: for sure. Uh, Jordan Hanson, our guest here, Jason Walker, show a uh, couple final qu- uh, questions. I was talking to a friend of mine today in Billings, and he brought up a really good point. If all of this stuff happens in the in the winter and spring like we're hoping it does for the kids, but I don't think any of us anticipate it actually going on, you're going to have, just in Billings alone, you've got four high schools playing basketball. You have Rocky men's and women's basketball and volleyball. You've got MSUB men's and women's basketball and volleyball. You've got Yellowstone Christian College. Um, how do you get all these games in and how do you get all these games? Well, we'll start with that one. How do you get all these games in if if that's the way it's supposed? I mean, we're going to have every single sport outside of cross country and high school football taking place this spring and this winter.
4: Yeah, and I, I don't I don't know how we're going to do it, you know, out, out here either. I mean, you know, the Grizz are obviously going to have their home home and homes on uh, you know Thursday and Saturday, but you know, those are two big time things. And sometimes it's not all the time, but you know, there's a lot of times where you know, a, a team will, you know, be using the, you know, Dahlberg or whatever, or, you know, and I, I guess, you know, Sentinel Big Sky, how they do all have their, their own home gyms, but I mean, Hellgate is pretty small and, you know, Sentinel's really, you know, Sentinel's a little bit bigger and Big Sky's a little bit bigger too, but you just, you just set yourself up for so many different things. Like, are we going to have a JV basketball schedule? You know, is there yeah. going to be you know, things, things along those lines? And that's just adding even more. You know, to it. I just, I, I don't need, I don't know what the, what the answer is either, especially with a lot of these teams that, you know, occasionally, uh, uh, share stuff. I mean, you know, in, in Butte, like, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I guess you can use Ross and, you know, Central continue probably to use the Max, but I mean, you know, they, are they going to be allowed to use the Civic Center? Is, you know, who, like, what are going to be some of the other things too? And especially if there's, you know, uh, an, an even larger spike, I mean, it's going to be pretty hard to justify, um, you know, the, the amount of travel that, 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 that they're going to have to do. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical that um, this basketball season will go, and I'm very, very, very skeptical that the college basketball season yeah. will go um, the way that the way that we you know maybe hope it will. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I think your friend's got a good point, and it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they try to uh, massage the schedule to to get everything you know in the in, in the place where it needs to be. So
1: so they've got they've, the Big Sky basketball schedules out right, and volleyball and football, correct? Yeah, yep,
4: yep, they is, are all,
1: they're all out now. Is there a Saturday where Grizz football's at home, Grizz men, or basketball's at home, and volleyball's at home all on the same day?
4: I don't actually know that off the top of my head, but there is a fairly good <laughs> chance of, that that could be it. Though so I, I would assume, well, actually, I don't know, because volleyball will sometimes play in the way, too. So, right, yeah, but- I, I – well, they yeah, have to.
0: Volleyball that. would have to play
1: there, and you know that's probably going to be an early game. Basketballs are at two, I think, on Saturdays this year, and football they play at noon. And same thing in Bozeman; they're going to have that issue if uh, you know. Like, and and then my big question is, and I don't really care, but where, where do you send the radio guy? Yeah, <laughs> you know, no,
0: because <laughs> I know I mean, Learfield
1: like- Riley does all of it, and I don't know.
4: Yeah, and like you know, are are we, we going to be fighting with you know people to try to get space? You know, where's TV going to set up at? I mean, like you have you just have so many uh, little questions and 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 you know administrative details that you know need to need to be answered. And uh, it's I mean, and the 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 date's coming, so you're going to have to yes, figure things out pretty quick. So well, but, and you just brought yeah. up a good
1: point too, Jordy. With the TV, is is media part of the Spectator plan. So if there's two, two hundred fifty people say aloud, does that include media?
4: That that's that, that's a great question. And you know, are they going to let are they going to let media? You know, kind of be on the sides of the basketball court too? Are they going to push them back out away from the court so that we're not you know in that? You know, is, is that going to be a thing? I mean, like there's like, there's a lot of little moving pieces here that are really going to you know shift how things are covered and you know how things you know are, are, are run this year.
1: It's going to be interesting because who gets priority? Like, would would Riley Corcoran, who does a great job with Grizz Broadcast, obviously he's going to have priority because they're paying for those rights um, as opposed to really the Missouli. And I know your guys are probably a sponsor of Grizz Athletics or the Chronicle in Bozeman, but is a reporter, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, who gets first dibs? And then if if Pluto TV or Big Sky TV or, you know, SWX, come on.
4: (laughs) Well, and, and the other thing too is like, who's gonna, you know, do photos, you know, because you know, obviously the photographers are in pretty close, you know, quarters, you know, when they're when they're shooting from the baseline, you know, yeah. is the comment is the Kaiman gonna be able to get a photographer? Are, are we gonna be able to get a photographer, or are they gonna have, you know, one spot that they can't move from for an entire game? I mean, like there's like 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 this could definitely just be very different about how things are how things are covered this year for sure. So. Yeah, no question but, about it.
1: And it's gonna be different than high school. I mean, high school has gone off pretty pretty smooth. And I didn't think it would be this smooth, but it has. So kudos to uh, administrators and schools, for the most part, for getting it done.
4: Yeah, yeah, no. College is
1: going to be a whole different
4: animal, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I I definitely, you know, extend my, you know, appreciation to the administrators as well. Uh, You know, Missouri's had a good system. Just, you know, make sure you call the call the AD ahead of time and let them know that you're coming, who's coming, and. You know, check in and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they've been the the, the city schools here have been great to work with, and you know, Frenchtown has been great to work with, and the root schools have been great to work with. So, definite definite appreciate, appreciation appreciation of them because I know people you know want to especially people folks that can't you know necessarily see what's what's going on without a what's the what's the subscription plan for that uh um for that streaming service again it's like forty forty nine dollars for a game or something like that it's like a whole on pay per view thing now but. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, and it's true. And here's another question. So Duke came out today and announced, okay, no no fans in Cameron Indoor Stadium. Now, I'm not a Duke fan, but that's going to be hard to watch basketball with no student section. Do you think the Grizz or the Bobcats are going to be able to have no fans at the stands for football or basketball?
4: You know, I, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. I mean, I, I honestly haven't heard um, anything about the um, – what their spectator plans are, which is actually a good idea for a FOIA request. I'm gonna to have to throw one in there.
1: There you go. Um gimme give, give me a byline on it, will you?
4: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> once the once the school gets releases the docs, I'll be all right. But uh well we'll we'll see. I've got I've got a FOIA in with you UM and right now for um some contracts and stuff so we'll see what they, if they get back to me with those anytime soon. But Oh
3: man yeah.
1: Well I appreciate you joining us um, and moving from yesterday to today and, and everything. Flint Rasmussen was on, and I have to give him the whole hour because the dude just won't shut up.
4: Totally get it. No, I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, appreciate, I, appreciate, I appreciate you having me on for sure. Um, yeah, no, 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 definitely. I, I always love just rambling about COVID and, and sports for a bit. So this gives, this gives me a good opportunity to do so.
1: Okay, will we have. I've been asking my guests this. Well, we have a double-A football champion before we have a president.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm not, not going to fight on that I love you, buddy. I, 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 I'm not, not going to fight on that one. <laughs> uh,
1: none of the coaches would ask, answer that one either. Um, actually, uh, Scott Evans from Helena High said, you know, he's a government teacher, so, so he understands that, no, they'll have a high school champion before um, the electoral college votes on in December, whenever it is. So,
4: um, yeah, no, there's there's obviously a lot to sort out about all that, and uh, <laughs> we'll will definitely all be watching to see how that how that plays
1: out. No me. question. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you go on a good note. It is National Vanilla Cupcake Day. Are you a cupcake guy?
4: Uh quick story. When I was a kid, I hated, and I still I still hate frosting. So uh, I think it was kindergarten. And um, I, I didn't want to eat the frosting, so I ate the, this like chocolate cupcake upside down, and just like left the <laughs> left the uh, like, 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 like the frosting top. So I, I do like cupcakes, don't like cupcake frosting.
1: Wow! So you're more of a Twinkie fan than Zingers.
4: Uh I well, okay, it's, but it, it, but you it's can peel like the frosting thing. off of Zingers. Yeah, but like, but it's it's the buttermilk frosting, like the oh, okay. like the birthday cake, the birthday cake frosting. That's just what I can't get to. Any other frosting is pretty good, but okay. um, just like the like, just like your base, like the stuff you get at like uh, Walmart or whatever. You know, I it just it's it, it's not it's not really my style. I gotcha, I gotcha.
1: Um, good stuff as always. Looking forward to chatting with you uh, next week because we got to we'll have some high school state champions to break down. That's gonna be awesome.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, no, it should be, and I, I'm. I'm selfishly kind of hoping that um we get the we get the state championship here but um uh, we'll see that that that, that West team is pretty good so
1: <clears throat> well they only just Sentinel just has to win and then they host that right
4: no if if West if West wins West hosts really why is that I, I I think it was because um the West or because you uh hosted last year and I, I think it. I think it flips from east to west each year, but I, I, I don't I know. I thought it was
1: whoever had the best record.
4: You, yeah, you, you, you might be right, but I, I thought, but like I, I was told that 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 West is definitely going to host. So I, I think oh. there might be some sort of flip, some sort of flipping there. But I, I, I honestly, I, I need I would need to wow. look at that, that that a little bit closer before I could give you a good answer. Well, now, now I hope but that I,
1: my Bozeman Hawks just just win, and then we don't have to worry about it.
4: Yeah, and then, then, then you can come hang out in Missoula.
1: I could, um, but probably not. Or what if what if Senior beats Sentinel and Bozeman wins? Does Bozeman host Senior?
4: That's a, that's a, I would I would think so because that that's, that's actually another good question too. I, I honestly I honestly don't know what would happen in that scenario, but
1: well, it's going to be Sentinel really and not. Bozeman, um, so if Sentinel will host next week. Yeah, I, well, I can't pick okay. against Sparty, and I got a I can't pick against my Hawks. Although I did last week, and that burned me.
4: But <laughs> hard to hard hard to pick against Dane Oliver and Cannon Sermon and Dave Bay and all those boys <laughs> at this point. Too. I mean, yeah, pretty, it's hard pretty, to pick against
1: a college football team playing high school ball this year. <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. How many wins would? How many wins would Missoula Sentinel get in the Frontier Conference? Oh, like, man. Right to, right uh, two. Today, was...
1: They'd get two if they played Northern.
4: That's mean. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is You've got to throw Mayville State, man. I mean, now, now if it's was Mayville State versus Sentinel, uh, I think Sentinel yeah. might win that game 9 um, out of 10. Uh,
1: I think well, Sentinel Dickinson would be a good game.
4: I think I think I, I don't well, know. Well, Dickey
1: would win because you've got some Dickey's experience.
4: Good this year. Dickey's not. Dickey's no, sure. they're not. They're not. They're, they're,
1: they're good every year in their conference, and then they just get they get exposed. That's why they left the frontier. They couldn't win. Yeah, that's,
4: that's, that's, that's a good point. And the North Star is not exactly the SEC. <laughs> no, it's is, not. That, that is for certain. The but. North
1: Star is not even a good independent league like in FCS. Yeah, no, it's. It's quite, it's quite bad. It's, it's quite boring then. It's very bad. It's, <laughs> it's really bad. Um, all right, man. But uh, a lot of Montana kids play for him and that's good. So
4: there you go. Hey, it's good content.
1: There you go. Uh, appreciate it, my man. Uh, enjoy the uh, weekend of sports. Enjoy Sentinel and Senior on Friday night. And we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Jason. All, all right. On, bud. That's Jordy Hansen. You can follow him at Jordy Hansen on the Twitter. Um, and uh, check him out on uh, Facebook as well. But follow his stuff on uh, the Missoulian or 406mtsports.com. Dude is so good. Um, I nominated him for Sports Writer of the Year this year for uh, National Sports Media Association, Montana Sports Writer of the Year. I nominated him because he does good stuff. All right, quick break, coming right back. We'll wrap things up and uh, talk about some more stuff. This segment brought to you in part by Mark Laroe Photography. Check them out, MarkLaroPhotography.com. Get Christmas presents booked or bought at Mark Laroe Photography. Landscapes like this one. Um, this is of animals. Can I get to the right? There we go. That camera. That's uh, Northern Rodeo Association. Ennis, July 3rd. Great, great photo. You can buy that one, or you can buy others at MarkLaroPhotography.com. Coming right back. Wrap things up uh, on this day in history. And uh, um, no surprise, Frontier Basketball Women's Player of the Week. We'll talk about it next.
3: Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right.
1: Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today.
3: Store-wide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rocker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. You shop Ruckers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home, and you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. Twelve-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over 299 dollars Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Ruckers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena.
1: Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Final segment on a Tuesday. Thanks to Jordy Hansen for joining us. Tomorrow, scheduled Dakota Lewis, the riding sensation from the Blackfeet Nation. Qualified for his first PBR final, so... Uh, He is scheduled to join us tomorrow here on the show. All right, so uh, we told you back in, what, April, when she transferred from Missoula to Helena to play for uh, Carroll College that Jamie Pickens was making the right decision. We had her on the air. She said it felt comfortable, and uh, she knew that uh, it was the the perfect thing to do for her. Well, um, it is obviously the perfect thing to do for her because she was named the Frontier Conference Women's Basketball Player of the Week. The uh, sophomore helped as uh, 23rd ranked Carroll women got two games uh, at the Cattle Classic in Nebraska, beat Dakota State by by four, and uh, number 11, Concordia, by seven, by six, by seven. Math is hard, by seven. I'll give you the score. It was 73-66. You can figure out. It was seven. Pickens, 17.5 points, including a career-high 22 against Concordia. Uh, seven rebounds, three assists per game, shot 48% from the field, hit five out of eight from the free throw line. Um, She's going to be your player of the year in the frontier within the next year or two, probably not this year. But, well, she might. Who knows? (laughs) She's a a better player than most of the posts in this league, and there's some really good ones. But Jamie Pickens, uh, she's a difference maker. So congrats to uh to her. Uh let's see, what else do we want to chat? Oh, I saw this today too. Did you I don't know if you saw this. Chicago White Sox last week hired Tony LaRusa to be their manager, or I guess a week and a half ago, two weeks now. Um he was charged with DUI um the day before the White Sox hired him. So he hung up on ESPN today. Saying he had nothing to say when they called him, but he was a he. It, he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor DUI in 2007. Uh, was charged with DUI in Phoenix in fe, uh, after leaving um, his car smoking on the side of a curb in Phoenix in February. The uh, this is where it gets kind of weird. So Larusa was saying how while he was being arrested, that he didn't believe in DUI testing, the BAC test, the uh, breathalyzer, he didn't believe in those. He had a .095 blood test for uh, blood alcohol content. Uh, Told the cops, he showed him his ring, allegedly, and said, I'm a Hall of Famer, Um, you can't arrest me because I'm a Hall of Famer. And said he had had one glass of wine at dinner with some friends from the Angels. Um, it looks and maybe appears as if Tony La Russa may not have his job um, soon. Because it appears that he'd maybe not have told everything to his employers, the Chicago White Sox. Kind of got to do that. They knew about it, but they still hired him. All right, uh, let's see. What else is coming up tonight? Oh, just nothing more than Class AA State Volleyball semifinals. You've got Capital hosting West at, tonight at the Bears' Den. That starts at 6. And uh, Paige Barch, the senior, she, she told 406mtsports.com of being in the semifinals. Now, remember, they're not doing a full-fledged bracket. It's you, you lose, you're done, one and done. Uh, She says, quote, it just isn't the same state feeling, and it's been kind of hard to get into that mindset, end quote. Um, She had 14 blocks, 12 aces and five, uh, 14 kills, rather, 12 aces and five blocks on Saturday in a win. Um, She signs with Boise State tomorrow. Her teammate Audrey Hofer signs with MSU tomorrow. No matter what, win or lose tonight, they're still heading off to college because they're good. Uh, Capital 69 straight wins. Now, Capital, if it wins tonight, will host the winner of the CMR-Helena High match, which uh, gets started in about uh, at the bottom of the hour up in Great Falls. The mm-hmm. Rustlers, 14-0, and, and have beaten Belgrade and Glacier in the playoffs so far. Liz Heiser, who's headed off to Carroll, leads Helena High. Helena High has three losses this year, one to Sentinel, two to Capital. They would like another shot at Capital. They have to get past CMR tonight. So um, the top four teams remaining in the state class AA title match Saturday. There you go. Uh, so good luck to uh, to the ladies As I heard before, I will be in Shelby on Saturday doing the championship volleyball match of the State B Volleyball Tournament. That starts on Thursday, so uh, we'll keep you updated on that. All right, let's do On This Day in History real quick. It is uh, November the 10th, Forget-Me-Not Day. It is Vanilla Cupcake Day. It is also United States Marine Corps birthday, because on this date in 1775, the Second Continental Congress formed the Continental Marines, the precursor to the current U.S. Marine Corps. 1934, the first NHL penalty shot awarded to Montreal Canadian forward Armand Mondou. Uh, it was stopped by Toronto goalkeeper George Hainsworth. 1963, Gordie Howe surpasses Maurice Richard as the NHL all time leading scorer in goals at the time with 545. 1983, Marvelous Marvin Hegler retains the world middleweight boxing title, goes 15 rounds and points, wins over Roberto Duran at Caesars Palace. First time that Hegler, uh, Hegler was taken the distance as a champ. Uh, 1969, Sesame Street premiered on PBS television on this date. It is uh, Hugh Bonneville's birthday, born on this date 1963. He was Lord Grantham in Downton Abbey. In 1983, happy birthday, Miranda Lambert. 1992 uh, on this date Chuck Connors passed away. Why do you bring up Chuck Connors? He was a rifleman. He was an actor. Well, he was also played basketball professionally for the Celtics and the L. A. Dodger. Uh, yeah, L. A. Dodgers. He died on this date at 71 in 1992. And Jack Palance passed away in 2006 on this date. City Slickers, Batman. He um, was 87
0: when he died. There you go. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off.
1: Great show today. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks to Jordy Hansen. If you missed anything, you can go to uh, jasonwalkershow.com and uh, re-listen to any of our previous shows. Tomorrow, scheduled, Dakota Lewis. And who knows who else will join us. Maybe, maybe, Maybe just guests. Maybe you're just me. Who knows? We'll have fun. Thanks to all of our great sponsors, including our presenting sponsor, Capital Collision Center. We'll be back tomorrow in the Major Mortgage Man Cave at 4. It is Veterans Day tomorrow, so we'll celebrate that as well. You guys have yourself a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow.
0: Jason Walker Show. Have a great night. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.